They're prominent, they're successful, and some are more than a little controversial. They're real South Africans on face-to-face with success. Brought to you by real people with real solutions. Nashua, saving you time, saving you money, putting you first. This is a man's world. This is a man's world. You've heard it all before, right? It's a man's world. And if you're a woman, you've probably lived it. But imagine being a black woman in a world pretty much entirely dominated by white men. That's a large part of Nsiki Biela's story. She's South Africa's first black female master winemaker. You see, man made the car. I meet her at her offices at Stelikaya Winery. She tells me she got a bursary to study viticulture at Stellenbosch University. But as a teenager from the rural Eastern Cape, she thought wine was hunters and crossbow. I got in Stellenbosch. Um, A guy named Jablani, he gave us wines to taste. Mm. It was one of the most horrible things I've ever tasted. It was a red wine. I'm thinking, so this is wine, not what I've been saying is wine. Okay, step one. Okay, now I know what wine is. It's horrible. <laughs> and then I started studying and I went part of it and I started learning more about wine. I started enjoying it. Look, when I think of youngsters nowadays, no, I'm not going to do it. I don't know it. Oh, well, how are you going to know it if you don't do it? You know? Or someone will study something and then they live in it in the middle and go, oh, it doesn't excite me. Well, go play with your own money. No, <laughs> don't waste someone's money. <laughs> you know? So... It's, it's, it's one of those where, when I started, it was like, okay, I don't know what it is. It's an opportunity for me. I'm going to make it work. Mm-hmm. If I don't like it, I'll study, finish, work, and then study again with my own money to get myself. But I must have something, yeah. you know. So, and then I loved it. And Siki's wry and funny. She laughs really easily. And I guess the sense of humor has been really important in her journey especially when confronting the inevitable casual prejudice. I think when I got out to the world, it was a bit terrifying. There were encounters. Like you'd meet people coming here, they want to speak to the winemaker. And then like, no, no, I didn't say I want to supervise, I wanted a winemaker. But I'm the winemaker. You know, usually I never, when they say that, I'm like, okay, fine. And then they'll walk past and go to my boss, oh, are you a winemaker? And then he goes, no. <laughs> and he walks <wasn't. laughs> So... What should my reaction be now? Mm. There was always a a struggle. Or I'll be at the tasting room and I never tell people in the tasting room that I'm the winemaker. And they'll talk about wine and then they'll ask questions, give them answers, like broad information, and they go, you're very knowledgeable. Like, I'm going, yeah, thanks. Wow. And then the conversation get all, you know, interesting and whatnot. And then start, they listen. And, but how do you know all this information? Because I made the wine. What? <laughs> like, <laughs> I made the wine. I know the information because I made it. So I'm telling you what I did. You know, so there's been certain encounters. But mm-hmm. again, I always look at people who... Don't look at people and judge them. No, you shouldn't be, you know, a winemaker or something. Like, I, I always had my supporters. I always had those people. Like, you, 
you know, they're your cheerleaders, always the cheerleaders, you know. And I think in life it's important to focus to, on those because those they push you far. I think every person I met as a student, as a winemaker, as a human, wherever I was crossing my path, everybody, directly or indirectly, did, you know, something to contribute. She honours her cheerleaders, but ultimately all the support in the world can't single-handedly propel you to success. For this winemaker, sheer hard work and determination have been the magic ingredients. She's won awards at the highest levels, but there's one that sticks with her. It was my 2004 Cape Cross. I got gold at Michelangelo. Wine industry, it's all white and, you know, and you're there. And when they said Stelikaya, Cape Cross, the waiters and waitresses, because they're all black, they were standing on the side, they jumped up and down. I literally stood up. I went to them and then we jumped and jumped and jumped and then I came back because they shake hands. <laughs> you fight white people sometimes don't know how to fight. <laughs> they, they shake hands. And they, they were so excited. Mm-hmm. Like the waiters and waitresses, they were so excited. And I was like, wow. I remember that December, I took that bottle of, bottle of that Cape Cross. I took it home for my grandmother. Like this wine of mine won gold and, um, you know, and she was excited and took cups and we pour wine in the cups, you know, two cups, <laughs> pour wine. And then she tasted it and she's like, oh, it's nice. And the facial expression was saying something else. <laughs> so maybe her grandmother isn't the biggest fan of her wines, but they do have a steadily growing following in international markets, specifically the US and Germany. They're also served in business class on SAA's long-haul flights. Each and every individual has goals. Basically, this is where you're heading, you want to be there. As much as you are closer to there, you don't feel like you've made it. As much as you see behind is very far, it's closer in front. But the closer it is to the front, the more difficult it is, because that's where you sometimes have to make defining decisions. But that being said, there are moments where you're like, that is phenomenal. I remember when I got an email from France, they were asking me to consult on the winemaker's collection. I read the email, I'm like, scam. <laughs> like, I scam. And then I put the email aside. I did that. I went to do the harvest in France. I was consulting on it's a winemaker's collection. They invite one winemaker a year from abroad to come and make a specific wine and they brand it with the winemaker's name. And, and I think when I got that, I was like, wow, that is fantastic. And Siki has poured her considerable personality into everything she's done. And that's the single piece of advice she has for people who want to succeed the way she has. This is the problem I'm finding is that when people are working in companies, you are working for somebody. No, you're not. You might not be paying the bills on that company, but you're not working for someone. In each and every company that you get employed to work, you're working for yourself. You're not working for somebody. You're not working for your boss. Yes, your boss wants results, but you're working for yourself. Because those results are you. Those results are you're taking pride in what you're doing because it's for you and you only. So, yes, the results are needed, but you must have that attitude of knowing that you are doing this for yourself. 
They're prominent. They're successful. And some are more than a little controversial. They're real South Africans on face-to-face with success. Brought to you by real people with real solutions. Nashua. Saving you time, saving you money, putting you first. Find more real success stories at thesolutionslab.co.za.